0: Hey, sweet sister friend, did you see that the very first Shine Retreat for 2022 is scheduled? All right, sister friend, I've been dropping in my private Facebook group and I'm sharing it now here with you as a Shine with Franny Show listener. And it is scheduled for May 12th through the 15th in the Sunshine State. What better way to connect with the sun than in the sun? All right, so DM me for more information. I will be sharing more soon, but this is exclusive for the first 10 women. And I know it is going to sell out very quickly because of all the exciting events and happenings and most of all, the transformation that you're going to experience. So message me at franny at shinewithfranny.com for all the details for the first retreat of 2022. All right, now grab your pen and paper and let's get on with the show. Hey, sweet sister friend, welcome back to The Shine With Franny Show. I'm so glad you're here because we are diving in headfirst starting today to practical faith-based application tools that you can use to experience breakthrough in your own life. So if you did not listen to episode 117, I would encourage you to go back right there and listen to that because that is where we really set the foundation with our health challenge for the month. Then in episode 118, my dear sweet friend Katie comes on and she shares about her personal breakthrough story. Story from darkness to light, literally how the Holy Spirit spoke to her in a hotel room on a cold February night. But today we're going to really make this lifestyle application. We're going to like say, okay, we're going to drive this home and find out what it is that God's word says. Now, you know that I'm all for self-help, but the number one self-help book is the Bible. But before we dive into what the word says about experiencing breakthrough and one tool that we can use to do that, I want to start with a little story. You may have heard this, it's a fable, but it's a story of two lumberjacks. There's an older lumberjack and a lumber younger lumberjack, pardon me. And the younger one is super proud of himself. He's feeling very confident. He has all of these abilities to cut down these trees so quickly. And so he, of course, is feeling very smug that this older lumberjack, that he's got years on him but he feels because of his youth that he is going to be able to beat this lumberjack and cutting down trees throughout the day. So he goes throughout the day from sunup to sundown. He is working all day long and becoming more and more smug and assured of himself. And he feels confident that he has cut down more trees. And what gives him extra confidence is every time that he looks over and he sees that the older lumberjack is actually stopping. So at the end of the day, he is unpleasantly surprised to learn that he's cut down only a third of the trees that the older lumberjack has cut down throughout the day. So he's bewildered and he goes over to him and he's, he's like wondering, how on earth could this be? So he asks the older lumberjack, dude, how did you cut down more trees? That's the Franny Foltz version of this fable. And the older lumberjack simply responds. Every time I stopped, I, to sh- I took time to sharpen my ax. Boom. Does that hit me like a ton of bricks? How often are you, sweet sister friend? And I'm speaking to myself here on this one work hard, but we have a dull axe. I don't know about you, but far too often I am going through life and I'm chopping and I'm chopping and I'm chopping. Metaphorically, I'm striving and I'm trying to make things happen on my own time and my own strength. And God's like, baby girl, why don't you just slow it down and give it over to me? Why don't you just go ahead and stop for a second, sharpen your axe, and then come back? and be full of extra fight and I don't know about you but let me just tell you sister friend there are far too many times where I have driven myself literally ragged attempting to do things on my own and God just wants us to stop and rest in him now if you didn't listen to an earlier episode and I cannot remember it I'll put it in the show notes but it was the start of the of the new year because I talked about how this is the year of rest upon our bodies and how important is rest R-E-S-T is so important for us on our physical bodies, in our relationships, in our businesses, in our health, like just in every aspect, we need to have rest. Sometimes you just need to go ahead and disconnect from family. Sometimes you need to disconnect from social media. We need rest in every single area of our lives. And so one of the ways that we actually can find rest is when we actually sit at the Father's feet and we allow ourselves to draw in close to Him by giving up something that is meaningful to us, or something that perhaps has gotten in the way, perhaps it's even an idol. And it is keeping us from drawing in closer to the Lord and hearing what it is that he wants to say. Now, if we think about that, there are many areas in our lives where we have strongholds. Now, let's just unpack this for a quick second. If you're taking notes, I would encourage you to write this. But we have to first identify what is a stronghold? What is keeping us from knowing God right who he is and his character and from hearing what it is that he wants to say to us you know there's an expression that god doesn't have a talking problem we have a listening problem and how true is that but simply put a stronghold is a roadblock or anything that is keeping us from living fully and freely that's simply what it is it's keeping us stuck it's keeping us offended it's keeping us unhealthy and that can be Anything. It could be a variety of things. It could be a physical addiction, like drugs or spending money or food. Maybe for me, it's sugar, just saying. Or perhaps it could be something that's maybe an emotional stronghold. Maybe it's a a feeling that you might have of strife or of anger or resentment or offense. There's so many different ways in which the enemy tries to tap into us and keeping us from living fully and freely. He uses these to his advantage over and over again. And in our lives, they become like whack-a-moles. Literally, like they just pop up here and there. And then we become triggered. And then all of a sudden we go in this tailspin and the enemy's like, ha ha, I got her again. Well, we need to, as sisters and daughters, we need to go ahead and fight the lies of the enemy and go ahead and stave off his evil schemes and push off his fiery darts and deflect them from getting to us and into our souls because we know that the enemy, that's what he does is he studies us and he's always going to attack our identity. Think about what he did with Jesus when he was in the wilderness. Who do you say that you are the son of God? God's going to attack us. Who are you to say, God, bless me, right now, (laughs) the enemy is going to attack us and say, who are you to think? Who are you to believe that you can do X, Y, and Z? Who are you to believe that you're the one who's going to break that generational curse in your line? And God says to us, you are my daughter. You are my beloved. You are my anointed. You are the one that I've chosen. And so we have to rest in what God's promises are and we have to believe them for ourselves. We have to trust that what his word says is true. It is yes and amen. We we know that to be true. So Once we identify what the stronghold is, what that roadblock is that is keeping us from living freely and fully, the next step is that we have to then take that and say, okay, Lord, I want to sit with you and I want to rest in you and I want to trust you with this. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you this in exchange for what you want to give to me. So we have to have an open hand to receive what it is that God wants to give us. But more importantly, we have to have an open heart for what he wants to place upon our hearts. And that comes from spending time with him. We only can hear from God when we are slowing down. Now, of course, He can, he can speak to you when you're in the carpool line and you want to you know, yell at someone who's cut in front of you, okay? Let's just say. Or when you are, you know, lots of other times God can speak to us. However, when we, when we spend time, concentrated time, deliberate time with the Lord, He can speak ever so softly and we can hear Him ever so loudly. So one of the ways that I find I experience breakthrough is by fasting. And that is the first key and the first really practical tool that I'm encouraging you to spend time with the Lord is fasting. It is simply you and the Lord. You're getting a 9-1 call to God and you're saying, Lord, look, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to re- eliminate and I'm going to relieve myself of, and you fill in the blank, whatever you want to, in the physical, get rid of for the day or for maybe that week or for maybe the month, whatever that is for you. I'm going to eliminate this and I'm going to abstain from doing this, this fleshly desire that I have, in order to gain a spiritual goal, in order to gain time and clarity and really insight as to what it is that you want to share with me. So fasting you guys is both is mentioned in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. I would encourage you to go. It's in Matthew and Isaiah. Isaiah 58 is the number one place. It's the most comprehensive um, chronicle of fasting in the entire Bible. I would encourage you to go there. I'm not going to read a lot of scripture here today, but I would encourage you to go and read that on your own because that is where we learn the importance and significance of fasting. Now, of course, in Matthew, it it tells us it doesn't say when you fast or if you fast, it says when you fast. Okay. So when we fast means and implies you must do it. Now, I want to remind you, this is the time of Lent, and a lot of times people are giving up, you know, they're not eating meat on Fridays, or maybe they're spending a certain day of the week fasting. Fasting is not just something that is like a practice you do because everyone else is doing it. You do it because it's spirit-led, where the Holy Spirit is convicting you of something, and that you know that that stronghold has become so overwhelming and so powerful in your life. That you know, there is only a miraculous intervention and a supernatural healing that has to happen in order for that thing to go, right? In order for you to eliminate that thing and to break that stronghold, that you cannot do it in your own strength and your own power and your own might, that it has to be of God. It has to be you literally calling down the angels from heaven and breaking through that barrier and saying, okay, enough is enough. So it's you obtaining that spiritual goal by literally abstaining from something of your flesh. Okay, so I would encourage you to pick a day, pick a time and really just put it on the put it on the calendar, put in your Google calendar, whatever you want to do and say, "Okay, Lord, I'm going to spend this time today abstaining from this thing. Now, I know sometimes people tell me, oh, I can't abstain. I'm diabetic. I can't abstain from food or whatever. I'm like, "Okay, you need to find something, whatever it is. And here's what I tell people. If it's the one thing that you feel like you can't live without, that's probably it. So if you say, oh my gosh, I couldn't live without going on Facebook or social media for a day or a week, or oh my gosh, I couldn't live without, you know, my cup of coffee in the morning, or oh my gosh, I couldn't live without that little sweet treat before I go to bed at night. Whatever that thing is, is most likely the thing that is a stronghold for you. And I'm preaching to the choir on all three of those things I just mentioned, okay? (laughs) So don't think you're alone in that sweet sister friend. Drop me a message if, if one of those resonate with you. So I share all this too today because next week is actually the beginning of Purim. Purim is um, a Jewish holiday, and I'm not going to get into all that. I'm going to share more about it next week. But in the book of Esther, that is the, the whole entire holiday, the Jewish holiday of Purim is around the book of Esther. And that for three days, Esther fasted, and she brought about the deliverance of the Jewish people by going to King Xerxes. I'm not getting to and into all that today. But the reason why I share this today is because starting next week, I'm doing a three-day fast. I'm not doing the Esther fast, which is nothing but water, okay? That's just crazy town. But I'm doing a three-day fast. I'm not going to share with you 100% what I'm doing it with, okay? That'll be coming forthcoming. But I invite you to participate And okay, Lord, I want you more than I want this. And so you fill in the blank with this. Lord, I want to hear your voice above this. Lord, I want to know you more than this. And you need to fill in that blank with whatever that is for you. And you need to really go ahead and spend time with the Holy Spirit and find out what that thing is. And again, it doesn't have to be food, okay? It doesn't have to be your coffee. It doesn't have to be your sweet treat at night. It might be social media. It might be your Netflix. I don't know what that is, you know, you you, and the Lord have to have that conversation, okay? But the second thing I would invite you to do is participate in a webinar. I'm gonna be doing a free live webinar called So Long Self-Sabotage, Hello Breakthrough. And we're gonna kind of encapsulate all of these different things that we were talking about here this week and then through the next few weeks here all about how we can experience breakthrough using biblical practices. So that is going to be on Monday, March 21st at 7 30 PM Eastern. It is going to be a, Quick one hour session live. You're going to be there online. We're going to dial into all these different elements of breakthrough from the Bible, as well as some other things that I've honed over the last 20 years. I've experienced my own personal breakthrough. Laura only knows I've had lots of them, okay? All the way from eating disorder, binge eating, drinking, promiscuity, and even good things like exercise, Bible studies, and then even into an affair in my late 30s, all right? We're going to literally walk you through how to experience breakthrough. So, I would encourage you, if you're interested in that, hop on over and send me a quick email franny at shinewithfranny.com and just say breakthrough and I'll send you the Zoom link. All right. Otherwise, though, I would encourage you to join in a three-day fast. Perm starts on March 16th. So I'm dialing it in, starting on the 13th, going through, and then starting on the 16th is when Perm begins for the supernatural breakthrough where... Esther delivered the Jews. Now we're hoping for deliverance in some area, perhaps maybe it is a nation, maybe you're praying for our nation. And that's a wonderful thing to do. But I'm guessing that most of us have a personal breakthrough there or we're wanting to experience healing or deliverance, or some type of um, breaking of a stronghold. So I would encourage you to participate in a fasting practice. All right, sweet sister, I pray that this blesses you. I pray that you learn something about fasting. I pray that you learn something about your own personal strongholds and that God is convicting you to do something, you know, beyond just reading the Bible, which is awesome and a great way to know him, but maybe drawing it a little bit closer and dialing in that 911 call to him through the practice of fasting. All right, sweet sister, until we meet next time, keep on shining.